Hey, we're going to start this Parent Pivot podcast off a little differently. I am Steve Cummings. I'm your co-host. And I'm Julia Cummings. So, sweetie, our, our, our main thing for doing this podcast is to parents of adult children. So that's like yes. us, like empty nesters. We've got either college age, married people, and we're trying to ask them, hey, uh, parenting changes when your child gets to become, quote unquote, an adult. Does it just kind of happen overnight? And also they're magically well-equipped adults and they just make us happy for the rest of our lives. It doesn't work that way. So we have to shift. <laughs> if only. If only. That's our dream. So we shift from being this instructional parent to being a, a partner coming alongside them. And they have to make their own decisions. We want to make good decisions. We have to keep our mouth shut and the welcome man out. That's the premise for all of our podcasts. However, today... Yes. We're going to kind of take a little detour, um, still talking to parents our age, you know, uh, people who have adult children, um, but there's a little wrinkle to this, and it, and it came about um, the other night, we had dinner with some friends, and we were listening to their story, so I'm going to hand it back to you and say, what are we talking about? Yeah, um, there's a population that we haven't really discussed, I think it's a population that is unseen. Mm-hmm. And it's that sandwich generation mm. where you are taking care of an elderly parent. In your home. And at, in, well, in this case, we're talking about right. in the home. Right. But, um, but also, at the same time, you are dealing with what it's like to have your children become adults and leave home and become an empty nester. So you're grieving that and at the same time grieving these elderly parents that you are responsible for on some level and caring for. Our friends that we were talking to the other night, they have, one of them has a mother that is living in the home. In the basement. Yeah. and Plus they have a college student, plus they have a high school student. So right. they get the multi, we call this the multi-pivot podcast. Right. There's a lot going on there. And, um, and they were just sharing with us the yeah. trials of really mom being, grandma being in the home, and mostly because she's not following a particular rule that they set forth. And I'm not going to give all the particulars about that because I don't want them identified in any way. But they, she refuses to go by a very important rule that they consider very important. And, um, and it's taking its toll. It costs them a lot of anxiety and angst and it causes a lot of arguments it impacts their high school daughter who you know yeah yep. impacts everyone who comes and goes out of the house it's, in it's, and out of the yeah. house so you know i think my biggest thing that i really want this gen this particular population to know is that we see you that you are seen i know that there are times when this can feel lonely that you can probably find other friends who are going through the empty nesting stuff. It might be a little more difficult to find friends that are going through the empty nesting stuff at the same time they are caring for their elderly parents. Right, right. So, um, you know, and then there's just the question, okay, like in this particular case, what do you do when they won't follow right. and, the rules? And this, this, you know, mom and slash mother-in-law, because she's both, is just very obstinate and, and just going, no, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And things, even though it's a very simple request and um, and things. And I, I actually don't think that, that our friends would care about what 
that is that we it is it's basically a no smoking policy and things and, and she wants to smoke and they've said smoke outside and she won't do it yeah um and she's just being obstinate of course that causes problems because it's what comes up through the house yeah and whatever but um yeah that's that's an issue so what do you do i mean are you do you kick your your, your mom out of the house to say you're not following following this i mean it, it becomes rough and and i think we gave them a good space to just be heard yeah for them they need to be heard to realize that's a tough situation to be in yeah yeah and honestly, I mean, if you think about all of the things that we've discussed, if this were your adult child and they were doing that same thing, you would kick them out of the house, probably. You right. would say, you know what? You're not following the rules. This is killing us. We, we need you to right. find another place to live. Right. Now you're talking about grandma who doesn't have maybe the financial means to live on her own or she might be having some health issues. And what are you going to do? It's like, hey, it's family. You go out and do anything you can for family but you've got someone who just says no I'm not going to smoke outside even though they've made every uh, way to be accessible and meanwhile what it's doing is just making an incredible problem inside the house right right. so what do you do can you can you 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 kick your elderly parent to the curb yeah I can't see anyone really doing that no I mean even in the most dire circumstances where you really don't get along with that person or something, it'd be really hard to do that. Right. It'd be really, really difficult. You know, once I, I was having a conversation with a friend and she had said, you know, we all expect too much out of our elderly parents. Yes. And we need to go back to thinking, to looking at them like they're a three-year-old. And, and that's kind of what happens. I mean, we've seen it in a number of different areas, even to parents we're related to. You know, where all of a sudden they reach a certain peak and the mental part starts to slip back and go the other direction again where you're now parenting your elderly parents. Yeah, the filter. Or I should say partnering. You're now partnering with your elderly (laughs) parents. Yeah, Yeah, really. Um, Yeah, you see their filter kind of go sometimes. And and, Um, and we've we've had that happen just with our our parents. Yeah. Both of them. It's like, whoa, something changed there over the last few years (laughs) that never would have come out of her mouth or his mouth. And, And you're like going... They kind of they've kind of lost their their filter. Yeah. So and maybe raise your hand out there if you can identify. Yeah. Or maybe they just don't care anymore. I'm not sure. Right. Honestly, I'm not sure. But you know there is that. Um, uh, just going back to what my friend had said, I thought that was really good advice because it's hard for us as their children mm-hmm. to see them anything but our parent. Right. And yet we have to somehow shift and go, you know what? I need to realize that something's taking place here. There is aging going on, whether it be the body, whether it be the mind, whether it be just stubbornness in their age. I I don't know. There are different things. Every single person is different. So where I would go with this is, and as I've said this before in the past about having adult children, is... You need support. Yes. Yes. You, you need support. You need to find a support group. You need to find a counselor, therapist. You need to find a group of friends who's going through the same thing. Something so that you're not in it alone. Right. Because then what I'm imagining happening is you're stuffing down all these negative emotions. You really want to tell them what you really think and what you really want to do. And you've got no place to, to, to send it. Meanwhile, you might be turning around and biting 
you know, someone's head off over here, kicking the dog, kicking the cat. I mean, I, I laugh about that, but it's like, it's you know, real. it has, it, it's real. It has to go somewhere. Right. Um, and things. And so if you have a safe place, um, where you can go out to have a cup of coffee or just get together with somebody and going, man, I just need to get this out. And a lot of times when we get stuff out of our heart, you know, and just get some validation for ourselves over just a tough situation. Cause like you said, you're not going to kick mom or dad to the curb. Yeah. But we need to obviously offer more grace yeah. and I can't give what I don't have. Right. And you need sanity. You definitely need sanity. You need to make sure you can get out of the house. You need to make sure that if you're the sole parent caring for this person, that you've got alternatives. Hopefully, there's, um, hopefully, maybe you have enough money to have a nurse come in once in a while, or you have um, someone at church come over. Um, something. You need something. The other question is, and I think in our friend's case, actually, mom has all her faculties. Sounded like it. She is making a choice to right. be obstinate. Right. So there may come a point um, whether your parent has their faculties or whether they don't. Right. The hardest thing is always going to be when's the right time to put them in a different place if that needs to happen. Well, exactly. I mean, in a different kind of way, in a parallel thing, I mean, they just don't measure up. We have the same thing with our elderly dog. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and we we're do. like, we love this dog to pieces. He's been a part of the family for so many years. He's been a rescue dog, but he's to that point where he's deaf. He's he's feeling, he's, you can just see his dementia's kicking in. Uh, things are happening in the middle of the night that's causing us to lose sleep. Or we come home and going, he just hit, like one time we came home, we were gone for like what six six or seven hours, thinking everything be all right, and he ripped apart the cat's bed, which tells you he had some <laughs> hidden emotions against the cat and took it out. But um, I mean, I, I, there's no comparison between a dog and a human being. I get that, but the no, point is, yes. you're sitting there going, when is the right time to do something to different. do something and transition this situation? Right, and that's the hardest thing is is knowing when that is. And I'm thinking back to a friend of ours um, in California who for a long time, I think maybe a couple of years, she, they had her mom living with them. And they were going to make a change. They were going to move. And um, she kept kind of going downhill. And they eventually had to put her in some place. They found a place that was really great for her and she's still there um but it took the whole family making that decision it's all of them right. surrounding her together it's all of them um pinch hitting with going and visiting including grandchildren and things like that it it much the same as we say it takes a village to raise kids it kind of takes a village to go through this with your Right. aging parent right so you know again you need support you need someone to tell you it's okay um getting back to the dog situation and again please understand we know there is no comparison right. between a dog and a right and a, the dynamic is still parent. the same but it's that decision making process right. that right. we're talking about right. and i'll never forget when we took one of our dogs in to to be put down and 
We love you, Libby. Um, her health had really deteriorated. <laughs> her so health had deteriorated. But, she, she couldn't make it anymore. But she loved going to the vet. Oh my gosh. So the day that we took her in, she was walking into that vet with her tail I'm wagging. Going to the and she we was see all so these excited. And we're like going, oh golly. And it was the most painful thing ever. Yeah. But the gift that, and this is really what I'm getting at, uh-huh. is the gift that the person when I was checking in at the vet gave me she told me it was okay that I was making the right choice yes and that's what I'm getting at is you need people in your life that are gonna let you know that you're not a bad person that you're doing the right thing that this is best for them and best for you you might be able you might find that you're better to able love more able to love your parent in a healthier way right, right. with them not in your home. Right. Same as your adult children. Yes. Same thing. Yes. The time needs to come that they are out of the house because when they're in the house, you might find that you're clashing a little more. Right. You might find you have a whole different relationship when they move out of the house and that you are better able to communicate. You're better able to love each other. Right. So... To all you sandwich generation people out there. Yeah, you got all these ha- things happening all at once. Yeah, I just want you to know that you're seen. That you are seen. And you... and, and we're, we're concerned about your emotional well-being. Yes. And that, you know, whatever happens with the elder generation, that you're getting some type of way to verbalize that and get that out because you don't want to turn around to your college student who's away or your high school student that's in the house, or your elementary student in the house, and and quote unquote take it out on them. Yeah, yeah. Because um, everybody's mental health matters. Yes. I think that's really the bottom line is just to remember, all everyone's mental health matters. And I think when it's your own parent, you probably have a lot of memories of that parent being a wonderful, loving, right, kind parent to right. you, and you want to turn around and give them the same, right. And, um, I don't know, it's just, it's a hard situation. I just want everyone to know that, you know, we know it's hard. Yeah. I mean, when the Bible says honor your father and your mother, it doesn't mean that you're going to get a great response when you do. No. And, and that's the hard part. He sees you. I think what I want to say to those of you in that sandwich generation going on, he sees you. Yeah. And that's why, that's why we're here right now saying we see, because we had dinner with our friends went, oh my gosh, we see you. We see you struggling out there. We see that you need some more support, some more help, some more encouragement. We want to do the right thing. We want to honor our parents. They're elderly. They don't understand. They could have Alzheimer's, dementia, you name it, and they could still be making life rough for you um, with your uh, other adult children or non-adult children. I guess it would just be regular children. We see you, just like we saw single single parents, and, and that's hard. And we just we want to be here for you and love on you and and saying yeah let us know what you need and we will we will be happy to talk about it email us at parentpivotpodcast at gmail dot com in fact we're getting we're getting emails nowadays uh, we just got one uh, the other day and I just went she says hey we just found your podcast this is so wonderful we've got three kids all went to the same university and um, you know shout out to to those folks who are writing us and telling us that you love it that's great we're just here to saying hey we've made some mistakes. Uh, we have our awareness antenna up. We want to be able to help, you know, adult 
or parents of adult children going through whatever they're going through and offer a word of encouragement and some how-tos and some practical things. But on this one, um, I would say we see you. Yeah. And I was even thinking maybe, maybe if there's an opportunity to sit down with that elderly parent and just say, hey, can I have a heart-to-heart with you? Here's what we're experiencing on our end. They may or may not be able to receive that. I don't know. Yeah. But it's one idea that I go to to saying, I just need to let you know we love you. We're, we're always going to be here for you and provide a roof over your head and places. But here are some things that are really um, causing life for in our house to be hard. And if you could just be aware of those, um, that'd be great. This is not to bring shame and point blame. Use some IFABs. Mm-hmm. IFABs are I feel about because I feel overwhelmed about you living in the basement and smoking so much because it's causing issues for the rest of us in the house. Yeah. That's an IFAB. You're staying in your yard. So stay in your yard um, and just tackle each each thing as it comes and and have some and, and look look for some support. Find yeah. some safe places uh, and things. Call us up. We'll all, we'll we'll do a support. <laughs> You definitely need support, and that's really. I think that today is the take home. Yeah, is is find support. You you need that, and um, there's got to be support groups out there. I'm actually unaware, but I'm yeah. sure there are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then be sure to join us on next week's podcast because we're going to record and talk about the three Bs um, and things. So find out what those three Bs are, and we will see you next time on the Parent Pivot Podcast. Goodbye.